This episode of Before the Trainwreck podcast is brought to you by the Grondike Soap Company. Guys, I use Tactical Soap and God of War beard oil every single day. Tactical Soap is a handmade natural product made in the United States of America from ingredients you can actually pronounce, not endocrine disrupting chemicals that are going to lower your testosterone. Both the soap and beard oil is infused with bioidentical pheromones that are designed by a clinical psychologist and pheromone expert to maximize attractiveness to the opposite sex. Go visit coopersoap.com and that will automatically apply 10% off your order. Consider grabbing one of the trifecta packs to save even more. If you are a bearded man and want a majestic beard like yours truly, the God of War beard oil is hands down the best beard oil product I've ever used. Gentlemen, this is the most manly handmade soap that we know of. Other soaps are going to get you clean. This one will get you dirty. Again, you're going to want to visit coopersoap.com now and place your order. That's Cooper, C-O-O-P-E-R, soap.com now. And we are live, the 26th installment of the Unplugged Alpha podcast. What is going on? So uh, this has been requested a few times by guys. Rich, can you not talk about red flags is what they say? You know, we, yeah, we got the red flags, Rich. What about the green flags? <laughs> What a what a better quality women look like, Rich. <laughs> LFG moth. Let's do this. All right. Good to see everybody in the chat. Uh, do me a solid if you haven't done so already. Just hit the like button. Helps out with the algorithms and lets uh, YouTube know that this needs to get out in the subscription feeds. So I got a bunch of talking points here on the green flags. I'm just going to call them green flags. But uh, they're, the, they're the quality and traits of better women. So for all of those guys that have been asking, like, okay, I know what not to do now. What should I look for? Well, to be honest with you, just not doing the things that I tell you not to do are going to eliminate like 90% of your headaches. But let's go down to rabbit hole and talk about the green flag stuff. Um, before I do so, let me grab the uh, YouTube link and... Uh, do a little housekeeping. So again, do me a solid. <clears throat> if you guys are watching us somewhere else live, Facebook, Twitch, Twitter, Twitter, whatever, uh, just hit that link that I've dropped and head on over to YouTube. I'm going to drop a link for you guys to uh, ask questions during the show. So, you know, whatever questions you got, you want to ask about Sigma males, I see a guy over here on Facebook, whatever, head on over to YouTube. That's where the link goes. That's where you guys will be able to uh, jump on in and uh, ask during the Q&A segment. All right, well, let's do it. Um, so the red flags, let's just review them real quick. So straight out of the book, it's in one of the chapters. Um, it's actually the one that I gave away for free. So I'm not going to detail them all. I'm just going to read them real quick. Number one, daddy issues. Two, feminists. Three, unhappy, unlucky. These are the red flags again, by the way. These are the things that you want to avoid. Uh, number four, competes with you. Number five, men from her past are kept around. Number six, she's poor with money. Number seven, she's violent. Number eight, extreme jealousy. Number nine, party girls. Ten, tattoos and piercings. That's excessive, by the way. I know some people have a taste for them. Uh, number 11, big notch counts. Number 12, single moms. Number 13, seeking validation and attention. Number 14, sugar babies. Number 15, pathological liars. Number 16, baby rabies. Number 17, she throws hissy fits. 18, not being in control of the birth, 19, drama queens, and 20, she has addictions. 
Now, if you haven't seen um, the red flag chapter, you don't need to buy the book. Buy the book, you know, by all means, it's it's a great read, but you can get it by hopping on my email list over here. Entrepreneurs, if you're listening to the podcast, entrepreneursincars.com forward slash red dash flags. So you can opt into my email list and download the chapter for free. It's a PDF. You can get into all the details on why those red flags exist. If you're not familiar with them, get familiar with them. You need to know about this shit. All right. Green flags. The green flags in women. What better quality women look like? Okay. So you can only identify these things once you've been run through the grinder and every way to Sunday sort of thing. So pay attention. Okay. Some of these green flags, by the way, are, are going to be the polar opposite of the red flags. Like I talk about why you want to stay away from women with daddy issues in the book and why that's a problem. A green flag is you want a woman that's got a good relationship with her father. If her father's around and she has a relationship with him, is it a good one? Does she, you know, does she communicate with a guy on a regular basis? Do they hang out? Do they have dinner together every once in a while? Does she speak highly of him? Does she speak highly of men in general would be another green flag, right? Does she like men? Does she embrace masculinity? Okay. These are all tied into, does she have a good relationship with her old man? Is he a good guy too, right? You know, what does a family look like? If, and you know, actually before I continue, I should probably preface with a few things just to make it clear. If you want to be in a, in a position to look for green flags and avoid toxic women and stay away from the red flags. You've got to do work on yourself first. Okay. Like you have to be a man worthy of seeking out these better qualities in women and staying away from the toxic qualities, i.e., the 20 red flags in that free chapter that I talk about over there. Cause you're not going to be in a good position to do that. I mean, if you're broke, fat, you don't have style, you've got terrible neck beard style going on or something crazy like that, you got to understand, guys. You got to get yourself sorted before you're going to be in a position to, oh, look, there's a nice green flag over there. I think I want to, you know, get with her. There's a, there's quite a few here that I'm going to go through, but you get the idea. Do the work on yourself first. If you're, and I talk about in the book when you shouldn't and should date. So you can get clear on those details. It's available on Amazon. Get it. But I'm not going to talk about that in today's show. So let's get back into these green flags. The old man, good relationship. We talked about uh, has an affinity to, to, towards strong masculinity. She likes men. She's got a good relationship with her father, that sort of thing. This is an important thing because you're a dude. And I'm assuming that you're a dude of some you know level of competence and skills and you got your life together and you got your act together and you're more of a top shelf guy uh, leaning towards like a 1% sort of man. She has to have a good relationship with that, right? Um, I'm, I'm coming at many of these assumptions from my own experience. So take it with a grain of salt. Some of these that I talk, talk about over here, you may or may not be interested in, you may not even be in a position to seek them, you know, depending on what your personal lifestyle choices have been. Uh, the next one I got is if you get sick, does she take care of you? This is, this is really important because your boys aren't going to do it. You know, your brothers aren't going to do it. Uh, you know, friends of yours, they're not going to take care of you if you get sick. A green flag in a woman is if she sees that you're not doing well, she doesn't go off in the other direction to the nightclub partying with her girlfriends and hanging out with them Woo! all night. She's got your back. She'll go out to the drugstore and pick up what you need. If there's certain things that need to get dealt with uh, that, 
your boys or your friends probably wouldn't deal with just because of the nature of, you know, what's going on in your illness. A good woman, a woman with a clear and concise green flag takes care of a dude if he's sick. She doesn't run off on him. She doesn't go ignore him. Um, she doesn't uh, abandon him in any sense whatsoever. Now, you're not going to be in a position to be able to ask her to help you out and take care of you if you're not a guy worthy of that. Again, if you're broke, fat, boring, uh, incompetent, uh, insignificant, all those things, chances are you're not in a position to say, hey, babe, you know, I'm not feeling so good. You want to come on over and take care of me. This is what's going on in my life. She's going to be like, no, that's okay. I'm going to go over here and hang out with Betsy. That's what's going to end up happening. So if you're a top shelf guy and she's not taking care of you, red flag, get rid of her. Top shelf guy and something goes sideways in your life and you need looking after for a short period of time, that's a green flag. Another one, another green flag is she stays away from news, drama, cable TV, bachelorette type of shows, bachelor shows, all that crap. If she doesn't have cable, that's a good chick. That's, you know, that's a green flag. If she's not sitting around watching news all day or CNN or any of that nonsense, that's a green flag. If she's not constantly chasing um, drama on podcast platforms, like one podcast that I would say is a red flag is if you have her paying attention to like silly shows like Call Her Daddy or what's that one with that uh, porn star, um, the two girls in the kitchen, even though they're doing nothing in the kitchen that's related to making food, they're just sitting there yammering away, stuff like that. Anything that's news, drama, gossip, bachelorette type of stuff, red flag, stay away from that. She doesn't consume it. That's a good thing. Same thing with the phone. You know, if she's on her phone a lot, she's consuming a lot of content. She's consuming a lot of social media. Um, that's a big red flag. It's not a good use of her time. There's far, far better things that could be done. You know exactly what I'm talking about. I shouldn't have to spend too much time on that. Again, some of these, I'm going to assume that you guys have enough common sense to, you know, understand exactly what I'm talking about. I shouldn't have to spell out every single line for you. Um, so we talked about that. Let's go to generally positive and cheery about life and work. So I've dated, I've dated a couple women that all they do is they just bitch and whine and complain about people at work. I remember this one girl, she would constantly talk about this character at her, at her office. She used to call her ghetto pussy. And it's like, oh, you wouldn't believe what ghetto pussy did at work today and blah, blah, blah. It's like, all I got was an earful for like 20, 25 minutes every day about ghetto pussy. And I was like, that is quite enough. And then there was another one, different girl complaining all the time about the part-timer. All right, there's another earful every single day about what this idiot would do in the office and how you had to listen to all the negativity. Generally speaking, a green flag in a woman is she's generally positive and she's cheery about life and work. She's not coming coming at you all the time with her bullcrap about characters in the office with their nicknames, <laughs> ghetto pussy and part-timer. You get the idea. You know what I'm saying? Be very, very careful with that. You, you also want to look for a woman that's got some purpose in life, okay? Uh, but she isn't a boss girl. So, you know, I had this conversation, uh, I think it was about a week ago, week ago with one of the newer guys in my uh, group. And, um, you know, he was like, oh, yeah, you know, I like these kinds of girls. We're like, okay, so what kind of girl do you like? He's like, oh, you know, I like these boss girls. And <laughs> all the all the generals, you know, basically sat back and like, all right, who wants to take this one first, right? These, these, these women with purpose at boss girl level, they're a nightmare. They're insufferable. They're, they're, they're always going to be 
a real pain in your butt. Now, again, these are all women that you can have interactions with. You can have, you know, short-term FWB sorts of relationships. You can spin them as plates. But what I'm saying here is because the question that I got was, what do the green flags look like? How do I identify better quality women, Rich? Okay, this is what we're talking about. So we're talking about stuff that, you know, you might want to look for like positive traits if you wanted to invite her into your life when she brings up the talk. You don't you don't say, hey, you know, let's be boyfriend and girlfriend. Let her bring up the talk. Like, where do we stand? And that's when you can decide from then. But these are the green flags that I'm telling you guys to look for. So that should make sense to you. Again, she's got some purpose in life, but she's not a boss girl. Like, she's got something going on. You know, she's not basic, if you know what I'm saying. So, like, there's something happening there. Uh, the next one after that I took note of is she takes ownership for her choices in life. Why is this important? Why is this a green flag? Because accountability and women are two words that don't usually go together very often, okay? Um, you see it a lot on uh, a lot of the social platforms. It's always somebody else's fault, the government, the patriarchy, my boss, my husband, my ex-husband, my ex-boyfriend, my boyfriend. It's, it's, it's always somebody out there that's doing them wrong. And a solid green flag in a woman is somebody is a woman specifically that takes ownership for her choices in life. She makes some bad choices. You know what? That was, that was stupid of me. I'm not going to do that again. And if they need help with something, then they seek help. You know, they'll go looking for answers. If they need a therapist for something, then they talk to a therapist. That's, you know, there's absolutely nothing wrong with that. What's wrong with that is if she's talking to multiple therapists and you see her medicine cabinet and there's rows and rows of prescription bottles of all kinds of, you know, happy pills in there, if you know what I'm saying, that's a little bit offside, but you want somebody that's going to take ownership for their choices. It should be obvious to you. Okay. I shouldn't have to clarify that one too, too much. Next one I got is, and you know, this is kind of a, again, an opposite towards a red flag is, um, you want to make sure that she doesn't have a large notch count. Okay. Notch count ties into being alpha widowed. Um, well, let's talk about alpha, being being alpha widowed for a, a moment here. If she's constantly running her mouth about some guy from her past, how good or how bad he was, it doesn't matter. But if she doesn't shut up about some guy from her past uh, or tries to compare you to a guy from her past, um, another one would be comparing you, like comparing your worst to one of her girlfriend's bests. Okay, that's kind of a red flag. We're, we're talking about green ones right now, but we're gonna go back and forth and explain why that one's important. Um, let's say you're a top shelf guy. You know, you got your life together, you make bank, drive a nice car, your house is paid off, you got loads of money, lots of investments, assets, blah, 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 all that sort of stuff. And you're the kind of guy that, you know, leaves your socks on the floor, right? If she's constantly chirping you about your socks being on the floor, or why can't you put the white socks and the white hamper and the dark socks and the dark hamper. And then she starts comparing you to, I don't know, Billy, who is, uh, you know, Nancy's husband or boyfriend or whatever. Well, he doesn't leave his socks on the floor and he picks them up and he puts them in the hamper. And nah, 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 nah. All right. She's chirping, you now. what does Billy do? You know, is he a garbage collector? Is he a, is he a janitor at the gym? Like, what does he do? Right? Like what, what's the guy all about? Cause if she's comparing your worst, which is leaving socks on the floor to her girlfriend's best, which is a guy that picks up his socks, but he's got nothing else going on in your life. You see what I'm getting at here, right? Like you want to pay attention to that. Let me just go back to the alpha widow thing. If if she's going to always talk about some guy from her past, guy that she was with and guy that she was intimate with, and she can't get him out of her head, 
she's never going to be able to look at you as her best. You're never going to get her best, you know, at the end of the day. So you want to stay away from those that have been alpha widowed that, that, that haven't gotten over dudes from their past. If it's dudes, it's a big problem. If it's a dude, it's still a problem. If there's nothing there, that's a green flag, right? Um, next one. She's pleasant and doesn't nag you persistently. Do I need to explain that one? You know, a green flag in a woman is you kind of lose track of time when you hang out together. You laugh a lot. She laughs at your jokes. You know, you have a good time sort of thing. You have some dialogue and some banter. Okay. But, you know, if all you're listening to is why can't you do this? And you're driving me crazy for that. And da, 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 da. If all you're listening to is unpleasant dialogue and nagging, it's a red flag. I mean, why would you want to invite that in your life? You want somebody that's pleasant and doesn't nag you persistently. You see what I'm saying? Um, next one. You want a woman that's going to encourage and support your purpose. Why is that important? Because you're a dude. You know, guys need to chase excellence. You have to have something going on in your world. world. Something. Anything. You know, the more significant, the more important it is, the more impact that it has in your lives and those of others, the better it is for you. And if she's going to encourage and, and support you being on your grind, that's a good thing. If she's going to get in the way of that, it's a bad thing. It's a red flag, right? So you want you want to see an obvious sign that she's not getting in the way of that. So i.e., um, let's say that you host events or you have to go to events um, and there's certain days of the week that that has to happen on. Let's say that uh, it ends up falling on a day that you would normally see this uh, lady. Um, and then she's like, okay, cool. No problem. I'll just, you know, I'll meet you afterwards. You know, I'll see you at your house or, uh, you know, just come over to my place when you're done. That's a green flag. You know, that's, that's a good sign. But if she's going to chirp you like eh, Wednesday nights are our nights and then you can't, why'd you do that? And blah, blah, blah. That's, that's a red flag straight up. Right. So look for somebody that's going to support and encourage your purpose, whatever your grind happens to be. Um, oh, I didn't talk about the notch count with the alpha widow part. So the notch count is really important. Um, I talk about it in the red flag chapter in my book. Again, you can get that over here. Um, there's a few different places in the book why I define why that's important. But a woman can't form a healthy pair bond to a guy if she's run through a bunch of guys. It's as simple as that. You don't want to like at any conflict or any corner, like if she's been through 50, 60, 100 guys, I don't even care. You know, any number that is that is more than one is is going to complicate more and more. It's just, you know, as a number gets bigger, the worse it gets. 50 is obviously worse than 10. 10 is obviously worse than two. You get the, you know, you get the idea. But if there's if there's something going on and she's not digging it, she's going to bounce quicker if she's used to bouncing right? She's been through a bunch of guys. I'm out. Leave my crap on the front porch. I'm going to pick it up. I'm out of here. You know what this, you know what the lyrics sound and look like, right? So you want a woman that's got a low notch count so that she's going to enter your frame and compliment your life and not chirp you and nag you persistently and be unpleasant, all those sorts of things. A, a woman with a lower notch count is more likely to be a compliment to your life. If you know what I'm saying. All right. Um, she's active and she exercises. I mean, a lot of these that I'm talking about here um, are things that I think about. You know, if she's dormant and sits around all day like this and she's basically, you know, made out of like jello and it happens with bigger women. It also happens with smaller women. You know, you don't have to be obese to have horrible body composition. 
if you know what I'm saying. So a woman that's active in exercises should be important. It matters to me. It's up to you. It doesn't matter to you. Who cares? But I look at it as a green flag, right? Because I like to do shit. Um, she's got culinary skills. This is important. I like to eat. I don't necessarily like to prepare meals all the time. I offer things that women don't offer, right? <laughs> Do I need to list them all? She better show up with some culinary skills, right? Because if she doesn't have them, wh what does she have to offer? You know, there's um, there's an old line that uh, that an old friend of mine used to say. And he used to say that a woman's got a very simple job. If your stomach's full, she's got to keep your balls empty. It's as simple as that. And... You know, you can decide for yourself whether or not you think that's right or wrong or offside. Doesn't matter to me. But to me, a green flag is a woman that knows how to cook. Most women today, they don't know how to cook or they have terrible culinary skills. All that they know how to do is order Uber Eats or they have one dish that they can make. It's very basic. So I look for a woman that's got culinary skills. She knows how to cook. She makes healthy meals. They're good. She knows what she's doing. That's what I'm talking about. I think I think that's important. Personally, I wouldn't, I wouldn't bypass it. I think too many guys just like, ah, it's okay. I'm just going to ignore that. We can just order food or I'm a good chef. There's some guys out there that like to cook. I've got a few close friends of mine, um, a couple guys I know that, that, are, that have amazing culinary skills and they just like to cook. That's fine. Me, that's not me. So, you know, you can, you can customize these for you as you go, but it's, uh, it's a non-negotiable as far as I'm concerned. Um, she's tidy and cleans up unprompted and continues doing so unprompted, right? Um, give you an example. So if your chick is, uh, she makes your bed in the morning, let, let's say, okay. Uh, you get up, you have your coffee. She gets up, does her thing, have her shower and you go upstairs later on. You notice the bed's been made. That's good. Very nice. You know, I appreciate that's very kind. But if that starts to lack, gets lackadaisical, you know, like, I don't know, maybe she's got uh, something going on. She's, you know, she's in a little bit of a huff or a hissy with you and she doesn't make the bed. That's unacceptable. You want to see consistent behavior. You want to, you want to know that you can rely on her because if you're going to invite her into your life over a longer term basis, you need to know that she's reliable and consistent and doesn't waver from, from positive behaviors, from, from green flag type of behaviors and small things like that. I mean, you got to hold them accountable. It's like, um, hold on a second. You know, one of the reasons why I selected you and invited you into my life was because you were doing these things, you know, just insert whatever reason, you know, you're making my bed in the morning. Now, all of a sudden you don't do that anymore. Well, what's up with that? Right. You hold them accountable to it. Um, you know, sometimes you got a course correct. Um, you know, soft necks might be necessary. It really depends on what's going on. Um, you know, there's dishes in the sink. She does them, you know, if if the dishwasher is, uh, you know, beeped and it's, and it's finished, she empties it sort of thing. Um, you see what I'm saying, right? Like, you know, you want a woman that's tidy because <laughs> there's some gross chicks out there. Like, I'll be honest with you. They live in pigsties. Their cars are a total train wreck. The inside is basically a garbage collection dump. They've got, uh, like a, a freaking zoo in their house and all these animals with hair and feces and pee and all kinds of crap everywhere. You know what I'm talking about. You want a tidy chick that cleans up unprompted and continues to do so. You know, if she's doing your laundry and it's been going on for months and then all of a sudden she stops doing your laundry, that's a problem, right? Hold her accountable to it. Whoa, whoa hold on a second. You know, what happened over here, right? This is, again, one of the reasons why I invited you into my life. This is why I chose you. You know, let's make sure that the stuff continues, right? Um, we talked about losing track of time, laughter. 
Oh, this is an important one. Guys, if you got kids or a kid and she doesn't engage them, isn't sweet or doesn't treat them basic. I mean, not like her own, obviously. That's a different story. But if she doesn't treat them at least like her own nieces and nephews, okay, that's a problem. That's a big one for me. I got a kid. If my girl doesn't have a good relationship with her, then that's going to be problematic on a long-term basis, right? That's a green flag. And you want that to continue. Again, you know, it's the same thing with the being tidy and cleaning up unprompted and continue to do so sort of thing. You know, maintain that relationship with uh, your kid or your kids over a long-term basis. If it wavers and it gets worse, okay, that, that green flag turned into a red flag. You know, these things can change colors. They can go back and forth. You can mention it to her, and if she doesn't acknowledge it, then that's fine. You know, maybe you keep her at arm's length. Maybe you don't invite her so close in your life. You see what I'm saying here, right? You have to know how to work these things. Um, we talked about social media. Actually, let's talk a little bit more about social media because that's one of the red flags. I want to talk about the green flag notion of it. Um, she's going to use a smartphone, a handheld device, not for attention. She's going to use it to keep in touch with family and friends. If it turns into an attention device, notifications are going off. Like a green flag in a chick for me would be she doesn't have any notifications on her phone whatsoever. The only notification I've got on this phone uh, is phone calls and text messages from certain people. That's it. Uh, and one other message group, which goes off you know, constantly if I need to know about it. But all other notifications from all other apps are completely silent. That's a, that's a green flag, you know, for me and a chick simply because she's not glued to that device. It's not like you have to use the smartphones to create and make money and stay in contact. That's really what it's for. But if it's a consumption device where you're always on it, it's binging and bonging and liking and da, 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 and somebody said this and DMs and da, 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 her phone's basically a box of dick. She's going to be talking to a lot of different dudes. And I guarantee that you're probably going to have some problems at some point later on down the road. You know what I'm saying? Um, she's, she, she doesn't post publicly. Okay. Um, if she uses Facebook, there's globe, which is global for everybody to see there's friends. And then there's uh, closer networks that you can also define as well too. She's posting mostly in the closer networks. She's not posting globally. If she uses Instagram, it's private. It's not public. If she uses it publicly, it's because she better be selling something. Does she have a makeup line? Does she have a service that she performs? Does she have a product line that she sells? Is it part of a newsletter or something that's part of her business? You see what I'm saying, right? Like if she's going to use uh, social media publicly, it better be for running a business, not for any other reason whatsoever. Okay, green flag. You understand? Um, obedience. Obedience is important. Now, so, oh, you're not a dog, Rich. That's not what I'm talking about. If you ask her to do something for the benefit of the relationship, because I'm assuming that's what you're talking about, right? Because she wants to be part of your life. And you ask her to do something for the benefit to protect it or to preserve it or to minimize risks and problems that might come the way of the relationship. And she executes on your instructions. That's a good thing. If she doesn't and she protests or she puts it off or she ignores you that is a bad thing that is a red flag you want to identify these green flags and make sure that you constantly correct so you can flip back and forth she could be green flagging you for months and then all of a sudden you know something comes up and you ask her to do it she ignores you she protests she puts it off 
She doesn't acknowledge it. Okay, now we're turning this thing into a red flag here. She's not obedient anymore. Now she's a problem for me. She's a liability, right? You have to make sure that you're clear on these things and that you identify the good traits, which by the way, don't always stay good. Okay, women always reserve the right to change their mind at any given time, any place, anywhere. She could have, you know, she could have a affinity for doing your laundry and then it stops and you're like, what happened there? I thought that this is something that was going to continue, right? And then you try to encourage the same behavior that existed before. Doesn't, okay, I'm not as keen on that anymore, right? These are, you know, these are some of the things that I took into consideration when I decided to invite you into my life. You see what I'm saying? So obedience is one of those things. And I think it's really important to understand because you want a woman that's a complement to your life, not the focus. And if she's constantly dragging your attention away from things that your attention should not be dragged away from because of trivial drama, disobedience, whatever it happens to be, that's problematic. That's a red flag. Look for the green flags. And ladies, if you're watching this, all these, I mean, all women out there, they want the exact same thing. Six, 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 six foot tall, six inches in the pants, six figure income, six months out of a relationship, 600 horsepower car, blah, blah. And it keeps going down the list, right? Funny, competent, alpha. Uh, you know, I can keep going, right? All of these things. You want all those things out of a guy? Well, guess what? What do you bring to the table? Are you bringing problems into a man's life or are you bringing solutions? Are you a compliment to his life? Are you useful? Are you, you know, when he asks you to do something, are you complying? Are you obedient? Or do you protest and, you know, behave like a little brat? You see what I'm saying here? These green flags and red flags are things that I talk about for a reason because guys need to understand them. And women, if you're listening to this, you need to understand that a guy in that position has the right to do all of these things. If you don't like that, you can go find the dorky beta out there and you can be with that because that's all you're going to get. Top shelf men don't put up with crap. That's just the way that it is. Let me just have a quick look over here and see what we got going on in the chat. Oh, you guys are tearing it up. Moff, got Jaron in there for Mentrine. A bunch of you guys are ripping it up. Got a couple of super chats here. Yes, looks like we have an agreement. Just supporting the content. Thank you. Appreciate that. Diamond, what is up? That is the uh, the bulk of the list. I didn't talk about the competing part. Um, it's a red flag on my list. Again, it's on this chapter over here. You want to grab it. But you do not want a woman that competes with what you're doing. Um, let's say, you know, like as an example. So I have a YouTube channel and I help guys unplug from comforting lies and, you know, fix their lives sort of thing. Let's say that she's doing something that competes with that or, you know, uh, causes problems for that narrative right? That's a problem. That's not a green flag. That's a red flag. On the other hand, if she's like, you know, telling a dude, Hey, you know, my boyfriend got this book. It's a nice piece of work. You should check it out. It'll solve your issues in your head. You see what I'm saying, right? Like you want the woman to compliment your life. You're looking for green flag. So I'm not really sure why it's not that obvious to some guys out there. Um, I've spelled out a few of these things from a number of different perspectives from my own and from a few other guys that I've spoken with. But you want, yeah, so Jaron's in the chat. That's a great point, the way they put it there. Only date women that collaborate with you, not compete, right? You want a woman that's going to collaborate with what you're doing. What can I do to be useful? You know, it would be, you know, if a woman can come up to me and say, hey, Rich, what can I do to be useful to you today with what whatever project that you're working on? That's a green flag. You're not going to get that though very often. Very, very, very few women, you know, will set aside 
what it is that's going on in their world and their phone for a few moments just to say, hey, Rich, you know, what can I do to be useful to you today in your this or that or whatever? You see what I'm saying, right? You want her to be a compliment. Um, Lena says, what about easily threatened? Lots are. Um, Threatened by what? You know, threatened by um, what exactly? Like other women? Like some competition anxiety is good when it comes to women. So I think that she should recognize your value and recognize that other women are going to be interested in you because of your value. That's fine. But if it turns into something like extreme jealousy, which I talk about in the red flag chapter below, you'll see what the difference is, right? Competition competition anxiety is totally fine. Absolutely fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, let me grab the join link for you guys because uh, we can take a bunch of calls now. Copy the clipboard. So again, if you're watching this um, somewhere else and you haven't come over to YouTube, head over to YouTube because that's where the link's going to be pinned at the top. So join in and ask a question. Make sure you're using a good internet connection and uh, headphones just so you don't get crap audio while we do the chop it up sesh. So I'm going to pin that to the top of the live chat on YouTube. Um, but by the way, for those that have that have asked about the live chat, the live chat's straightforward. It, it's it's got three tiers. You just want to chat, chat, whatever. But what I do about once a week is I'll go into my comment section and I'll sort comments by channel membership. So I only see channel members and I look for questions. So if you watch a video, this one, one from a week ago or whatever, and you leave a question that you want clarity on because I said something in the video and you want some clarity, I will answer those questions, right? So that's another perk of the live chat as well for those guys that throw the questions there because I don't have time to read all the um, normal comments. There's just way too much. Too, way too many of them, and a lot of them are just fillers with garbage. Um, before I continue, I'm going to just do a little housekeeping and pay some bills and talk about some sponsorship stuff. So I'm going to switch the banner. That ticker, there we go. So the unpluggedalpha.com. So we, we've got about four weeks worth of stock of this stuff. Right now, that's over my shoulders, the supplement line. You go to the unpluggedalpha.com. You can use coupon code alpha10 on your first order to get 10% off. Um, we're going to be switching over. A lot of people have asked me, will you ship to Canada, the UK, wherever? We haven't been able to do that prior because of the fulfillment center and the way it's structured. Probably in the next month, you're going to see me make an announcement saying that we will be able to ship worldwide. So you can look for that if you're outside of the United States. Continental US, we've got lots of inventory. Help yourself. Grab it now. And use that coupon code if you're first timer. If, by the way, you're you're in need of, of certain supplements like vitamin DK, for example, that mix. It's something that you should be taking on a regular basis, especially in the wintertime. Just use the subscribe and save model and it just ships it out to you on a regular basis. So you don't have to worry about that. You're totally covered. All right. Let's see what we got here. That's a super chat. Andrew says, if you know what you're looking for in a woman, the green flags show themselves clearly as you are aware of the red flags. He's right. You know, if, if you're clear on, what you're about, what your value is, where you're going, what kind of chicks you dig. Let's throw these on here. Then, yeah, um, green flags will be obvious to you. Guys that's, that, that struggle with the whole green flag thing, uh, it's, it's, don't make it complicated. Let me just say that. It's not, it's, it, it definitely should not be complicated. All right. Um, 
I want that dating guru who sponsored the video about simping for an OnlyFans girl to call in. Yeah, that was one of the, I think that was the video prior to this one this week. How sugar babies extract money from simps. Yeah. All right. Let's see what we got. We got a bunch of people. JC, I'm going to throw you in first because I think you got in there early. Give me a second here. Get this thing off the screen. Hide current comment. There we go. All right, buddy. What is up? What's going on, Rich? How you doing, man? Good, good. Uh, make it quick. I was I'm bringing this up more or less because I wanted some clarification for myself and I guess the rest of the guys. Yeah. How about the green flags? But one in particular that I feel like um, could use more clarification is having the rela- good relationship with their father. Yeah. So you say that's a green flag, which mm-hmm. I normally agree. But what if their father is a very beta, bend the knee type of father to their mother, right? I, uh, okay, I, so... Okay, so let's call that a red flag then, because if because if she runs the old man, and you know, I'll give you an example. So, a buddy of mine dated this girl. You know, they got married, um, and uh, her old man was a beta chump. Basically, it's like you know, he was he was over all the time. Like she was basically telling him to do everything under the sun: hang this up, fix that, run this pipe, build that retaining wall this da, 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 da. it's like all that sort of stuff it's like if you see her running a guy into the ground like that she doesn't respect him she doesn't value masculinity he's just an accessory he's a tool it's like a handbag sort of thing right so that's a red flag when i say good relationship i'm talking like you know daddy daughter sort of night like they hang out together and they have a nice dinner and they talk about life you know you can see that 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 she looks up to him you can see that she respects him you can see that you know, he's a good guy and they have good things going on in their lives. But if the guy's a beta, then, you know, you're going to have a hard time with it, especially if she's trying to run the dude into the ground. Does that make sense? <clears throat> well, I guess I meant it more from the point of view that the daughter and the father have a great relationship like you just described. Yeah. But the father and the mother have a very, you know, beta, you know, style. So I guess my point being is that does this green flag turn into a red flag, even if they have a great relationship and the daughter's not running the father, but the mother is. And so it's kind of like, she okay, sees so, that. And she okay, so let me ask it that. to you this way. Like if she had a great relationship with a piece of shit that she kept in her house, that's a problem, right? Yeah. It doesn't matter what the, what the item is, you know, whether it's a cup, a piece of shit, her father, a friend, if that thing is a detriment, then it, then it turns into a red flag. Right. Yeah. So I guess the the worry being that, you know, if she imprints what she sees, you know, she has a great relationship. I'll tell you, I'll tell you what, what usually ends up happening with these beta dads is usually mom runs the show and he's like, well, happy wife, happy life, you know, whatever she says, golly gee sort of thing. And then she starts to run him as well and then gets him to do all the work around her place. And it's like, she's going to expect the same of you. You know, she's mm-hmm. going to expect that she's able to do the same thing to you, even though she doesn't want that. She hates it. She wants to be with a strong, virtuous alpha that can put his foot down and say no. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's it's a moving target. Like there's so many different scenarios and you don't want to complicate it. It's just if it's a detriment, it's a red flag. If it's a positive, if it adds value, if it improves your life, like if you see that you have a good dialogue and a good conversation with a chick and she's and she's about your grind and your purpose and she assists you and she's doing all the right things and she's got a good relationship with her dad, you know, sort of thing. 
that's great. That's a very, very good indicator of the kind of person that she is and how she sees men and how she's going to interact with you. But there's going to be times where that could be a bad thing. I mean, she could she could have a good relationship with her father, but he's a total loser. Yeah. No, that's I like I like what you said about um because <clears throat> my next question was going to be, you know, what other exceptions do you see with other red flags or green flags? But really you boiled it down to one simple concept that if that green flag is turns out to be a detriment to you then it's not a green flag anymore. Right. Right. So, uh, cool. That's all I want to say, man. Just want yeah. to uh, jump in and see what kind of exceptions there were, but, uh, I like that. That's all right, buddy. Thanks. Place. All right. Let's see what we got. Oh, in the, um, private chat, just let me know what it is you want to talk about guys. So I can, uh, pull you guys in, um, question about green flags, like those, uh, to do positive living, a green flag life. Let's pull Dave in here. I got, uh, David, 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 what's up, buddy? A lot of stuff happening over the weekend. What do you got for me, man? Um, well, I uh, I've been married for thirty-seven years, and uh, obviously no problems because we're still connected and we're still living together, and we're not throwing things at each other. Yeah. But, but uh, um. I think in my background, I was still looking over a long period of time at all the all the green flags because there there I didn't see any red flags. One might pop up a, on an occasion, you know, when you're having issues, but you know they they're not persistent. And uh, she uh, supported me through two careers. You mm -hmm. know, we've got two kids, and um, there was never anything bad in anything that we did together that would, would cause issues. And, you know, a lot of, a lot of the good stuff is good. And you, you know, you need to be able to identify the bad stuff too. May I, may I share a green flag with the viewers today that I've seen on a private, um, zoom call that we've had. Sure. So there's a group of us that were on. So, Dave's been a part of my community for a while. There was a private Zoom call that, you know, we had going on at one point and uh, we're just chopping it up. We're going on about something and, uh, you know, Dave's got his headset on doing his thing. And, you know, the old lady comes in a room and brings in some food and a drink for him. <laughs> yep. and, dude, and, you know, dude's been married for 37 years, right? So that's that's a good quality trait, right? And that's continued for a long time for you, right? So it's definitely yeah. a green flag. And she definitely cooks too. So yeah, Valuable skill. I'm yep. telling you guys, do not discount culinary skills when it comes to women. But it's uh, it's kind of the paradigm that I think a lot of guys, you know, aspire to attain. But you've got to, you know, go through all the wickets to make sure you don't bring something bad into your life. And that will just make you even more miserable. So Correct. Correct. Yep. Thanks, buddy. Okay. Yeah. And course, course correct, dudes. You know, if if. She was doing something exhibiting good behavior, positive, you know, good behavior, and that changes to negative behavior. Let her know about it. Let her know that you're not having it. Uh, you know, there's got to be, there's got to be boundary set for stuff like this. Um, frame 101, Moff says. Absolutely. All right. Let's see what we got here in the chat. Uh, positive flags. We got jenna back in the house and she wants to know about advice for dealing with delicate men jenna you got a camera can you throw on your camera i like doing video calls you know i like seeing people's faces when we talk 
Um, we've got here Corona. Should I completely ignore meeting women as I continue to get my crap together? Fully, finally moved out on my own. Turned thirty in December. All right, Corona. Hey, how's it going? What's wow. up, man? What do you got for me tonight? Now that was just a question because um, so my buddy he's always like, yo, let's go out, let's go out, and I'm always like, you know, I'm kind of just want to. I feel guilty sometimes when I go out and kind of socialize or trying to meet women because i'm like well i'm not really where i want to be right now but then i also kind of now that i turned 30 i'm like well when he so, says go out like like what's he talking about going to a nightclub so like, going um, to a bar. like bars breweries and stuff like that to meet girls and stuff which i mean honestly like going out with him i've met more women that i definitely have in the past what is what is what does your friend do like what is he a business owner is he an employee like what does he do for no life? he um he's got like a warehouse job Okay. And he's really just going out to chase tail? Pretty much. He, we both broke up with our girls about the same time. So mm-hmm. he's kind of trying to get the ball rolling with that too. Okay. But I'm more of like, well, shit. He's, he's Is that your dog making that noise? Yeah. That's my bad. <laughs> <laughs> A little diesel right here. <laughs> All right. So, okay. So you're going out and you're asking, should I go out with this dude to these clubs and these, uh, right. Nuts? Yeah. Cause, um, like I said, I, where are you on a scale of one to ten? Would ten be in the best version and one be in the worst version? Um, I'd say I'm a, let's say like a five six. Okay. So, ha- have you read my book? Yeah, I read it a few times already. I've read a, a few a few yeah. books that you've mentioned on your channel. So yeah, I kinda... so I talk about that in the book, right? I mean, like, yeah, you can go out and uh, talk to the ladies. You know, you can chase some tail if you want, but you're going to be doing a lot of work. Like the ROI is going to be low. Right. Your your energy, your time, your investment is far better spent on yourself, leveling yourself up, you know, to get yourself to a point where you're a seven or eight out of ten, because then you're going to have a better experience than where you are right now. Okay. You're just going to spend time and money at what you know, chasing women that don't have genuine desire for you. Right. Yeah. And honestly, um, I read your book as I was um broke up with my pre relationship, and like you said, all those red flags. I moved in with this chick too, and. That's kind of where it kind of derailed me because I was on a pretty good course before that. I was already kind of starting my own business, um, kind of teaching myself instead of going back to school. So everything was good. But then like 2020 happened too, where I had to kind of go back into my family's business and kind of start doing um, kind of, I guess, how do I say, go back to the drawing board. Mm -hmm. Yeah. uh, Okay. Spend the time on yourself is basically what I'm saying. You know, you're 30, you said. Yes. Yeah. So spend the time on yourself, you know, double down on what this new version of you looks like. Take a look at your last relationship, everything that went sideways from it, what you learned from that. I mean, I'm not saying don't talk to women. I'm not saying don't, you know, have some fun, do it, but just understand that your time is far better spent on yourself. Like you got to where you're at right now. You can only take yourself as far as the experiences and the lessons that you've learned, right? So what you know today is far more than what you've known before. Like one of the things that I always tell guys is, you know, the first step is you got to unplug from your own bullshit first, like the lies that you tell yourself. And then you got to, the next step is you have to unplug from the lies everybody else tells you from all that bullshit. Now that, now that you've started to go through that process, it's great. Now, what kind of results are you going to start to pull into your life so that you can have better experiences everywhere? I'm not just talking about women talking about everywhere. Okay. Right. Like that's what the um, unplug do. If I could kind of ask one last question that kind of um, 
goes with this one too is how do you work on not not really getting your frame back but a, like starting to build a new frame that you kind of want moving forward instead of being known for who you were before but then kind of move on to where what you want to be i'm not sure i understand the question about frame maybe you can rephrase it for me so um so when when like friends approach me or talk to me they still kind of have that mentality of who i was back then so i'm sometimes they don't yeah i'm not that guy anymore right i'm not that guy. like one of the things that that will end up happening as you become better like if your friends continue doing this and you're doing this okay like you're improving your lives friends and even family you know they're gonna say i don't like this new version of you corona i like the old guy better Okay. Well, the reason why I got up here and and my life improved is because I stopped doing a lot of dumb shit and I started adopting new and better behaviors. So I don't really care whether or not you like me or not. Like it's going to happen. You know, I'll tell you guys right now, you and anybody else watching this, as you improve yourself, as your life gets better, it's like crabs in a bucket, right? They always try to pull you back down. They don't want you to get better. I like the old guy better. Yeah. That's kind of what what I'm balancing with is, is like, like guilt because i come from a very cultural family so when when you don't when you kind of deviate from that and you kind of start doing things a little different they kind of question so so let's talk about guilt because guilt is a negative emotion that's towards yourself resentments towards somebody else these are the two most negative emotions you can have as a human being you can go back and look at brian trace's very very early shit from like 30 40 years ago we talked about this sort of stuff a lot all you have to do is let it go okay doesn't matter like why do you feel guilty over chasing excellence right that's dumb yeah like should i feel guilty for having a mclaren in my garage that's dumb you know i've had people tell me like oh you know why don't you why don't you sell the car and like feed some hungry people well i happen to feed engineers and experts that designed and built this thing so that the world can be entertained by formula one racing okay how about that Right. right. There's probably, you know, some guys on that team that might have designed a rocket at the SpaceX team that are sending satellites up so that we can have uh, Internet around the world, you know, Starlink sort of thing. So uh, I don't I don't fall for the guilt. I don't fall for for any of that stuff. And the sooner that you can let go of that shit and walk away from it and not let it hold you back because it's an anchor. You know, I've talked about anchors and sales. You watch me for a while, obviously. Sales yep. fill up, you know, they pull you to the next passage. Anchors hold you back. You got to cut shit back like guilt. You know, you shouldn't be feel, you know, feeling guilt over chasing excellence. You shouldn't be feeling right. guilt over about, you know, becoming better while everybody else doesn't want to do anything any, any different, right? Yeah, that's um, that's like one of those things, too. I wanted to do my own thing. I wanted to move out. And they're like, well, I mean, you know, being here with family, it's, you know, family, you don't got to you don't got to pay. But it's like, well, at the same time, it's like, shit, I'm, I'm almost I'm almost 30. I got to start kind of. Venturing. Yeah, you got to get your shit together, man. Right. You want to be spoiled for choice of women, have a better life? Yeah, you can't be living at your parents' house at 30. Exactly. Okay. All right, level up. Thank you. Appreciate it. All right, buddy. See ya. Um, let's go back to the private chat here. Jenna is wearing a face mask, and she has to wash it off. Doesn't want to be public. All right, Jenna. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you a couple minutes. What do you got for me, sweetheart? Hey. Um... 
the last time I called in, um, I saw the comments afterwards and people said that I was over talking you. I do apologize for that. I hope I didn't come across as rude or anything. I'm not worried about it. Okay, cool. Um, I was asking, and I'm actually wearing a face mask, by the way. Um, I was asking about kind of the delicate nature of of men now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm noticing that a lot of the guys are very... I don't know if it's because there seems to be a lot of guys who are being raised by moms or something, but I'm noticing that a lot of the guys, they're very easy to emasculate. It's one thing if you're kind of an overbearing, like right. really aggressive person. It's that's, an- what so- that's what society has manufactured men into today. You know, they've, they've basically pussified them. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's, it's really, it's, it's really, really easy to emasculate guys now. And it's mm-hmm. kind of, and it's gotten to the point now where I'm kind of wondering, um, do you find that some of the requests that not only women are making, but some of the requests that men are making are a little unreasonable? Because if you're, if one guy is already kind of super emasculated and he's very mm-hmm. effeminate and he's asking women to, um, to kind of, yeah, submit to him, yeah. it kind of requires you to be as a woman, a tinier version of herself. Correct. To deal with him. And so. and that's why I preface the talk about the green flags with like, you have to be a guy worth something if you're going to like vet for these, right? Like mm-hmm. you don't have the luxury of saying to a woman, make my bed and continue to do it for me. If you're low value, you just don't, she's not, mm-hmm. she's not even going to do it like the first time. Right. And it's just a f- function of society and societal programming and the way the state run things and church is a big beta factory, you know, today as well. I've had this conversation with Rolla before on his book on religion. Um, there's a lot of sources out there that like weaken and soften men. And there's a lot more weak and soft men today than what there were ever before. Um, which is why it's easier for top shelf alpha men to stand out from like the sea of turkeys. There's like a sea of turkeys and then there's the odd eagle that's soaring above them all right? And those are the unplugged alphas up there. There's not a lot of them. And women have the expectation for those guys up there, but what they're met with is a bunch of weak pussies on the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wanted to also say, um, I had the experience of dealing with a guy who is, uh, who's former military. Mm-hmm. And I'm not sure if you know a lot of people in the military or people who have like been successful in the military, but his, his personality was incredible. Mm-hmm. He, um, he had the most beautiful home. It was very well manicured. Even his, his dog was one of the most graceful dogs I've ever met. Like there was, his life was just so regimented, not regimented, but it was so full of discipline. And mm-hmm. he just had a way about him that I knew, I just kind of instinctively knew that if I wanted to be around him, I had to be on my P's and Q's. Meanwhile, military men are magnificent. I have a lot are. of friends that are in the military or have been in the military, special operations guys, very, like very interesting people, reliable. They show up on time. They got your back. They know what brotherhood looks like. They're not pieces of shit. They're not pussies. They're good, good people. They really are. Yeah, he uh, he was just... I don't know if uh, if a lot of the guys are even interested in kind of being around military men, but there was some, there's just something about him that he, I I was willing to not compete for him, but I was willing to put whatever my expectations were. I was willing to kind of give more ground because I wanted that guy. Right. So, and 
And that's what my point is with this, is that women will enter your frame and compliment your life if you're a guy worthy of that, which is why you yielded to G.I. Joe. But the regular, you know, pussified guys, you wouldn't do that, right? Yeah, no, they demand it of you. They demand yeah. that you that you submit yourself to them and they and they actually Absolutely. Yeah, they ask that you make yourself smaller. So like even you were talking earlier about um like your own business and things like that. I think I think it's from what I've seen, most women are desperate to have men who pride themselves on leadership. So we want to be a part of making you a king. Yeah, and it's not that it's not that men like that want you smaller. Mm-hmm. They just don't want you getting in the way and complicating their lives. Mm-hmm. Right? They want you to compliment it. Yeah. So it's so it's not about being smaller. Like it's not like you know he's got to be bigger so you can be smaller. I mean he's obviously I mean generally speaking going to be physically more imposing because he's a male. Men are generally bigger than women and stronger too. So it's not about bigger smaller. It's about you know complementing you know like bringing the feminine skills to the table so that the masculine mm-hmm. and the feminine can work together better together. Like you know men are like. I'm not about dividing men and women. Like I like people get this wrong all the time. Oh, Rich, why are you misogynist? Why do you hate women? Blah, blah, blah. I don't know where they get that idea from. Because all I'm telling guys is to take ownership for them a lot, you know, for their lives, man up and become something. And I'm telling women to preserve themselves and not be hoes, basically. It it's actually pretty interesting that um even when I'm talking to men and I'm trying to figure out, you know, what exactly is going on beneath the surface, the amount of men who just kind of, there's a, I think a lot of men have just given up. I think. Of, oh I'm yeah. Like, a lot of them have. Absolutely. They've just they just, given- they just throw up their hands, Jenna, and they go, it's not worth it. The juice is not worth the squeeze. Women. What do women bring to the table? I'll tell you what women bring to the table. They can do my laundry. They can cook for me. They can form a connection with my kid, right? Mm -hmm. They can take care of me when I'm sick. It's not just sex, right? A lot of guys are just like, well, you know, beyond sex, what are women good for? A good woman that sees you as a high value guy will want to compliment your life, will want to do those things for you. Yeah. And that's so true. And I- It shouldn't be a struggle. Yeah, it's true. And I've also seen it in my own life. Men who have, I've heard men actually ask the question, what do, what do women bring to the table? And my mm-hmm. first, the first sign that in my head that I'm not dealing with a successful man is him asking that question. Well, you know, I'll be honest with you, Jenna, a lot of these guys spend way too much time consuming content on the internet and YouTube yeah. with dudes trying to hold women accountable. But there's these like low value ratchet, clanky, like women that you just wouldn't have anything to do with, but they you know, you throw that up on, on screen and she's like, I want a guy that makes six figures and da, 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 da. and and then they just like, well, you know that you're like a single mom with three kids in tow from three different fathers and you have a hundred grand of student debt, right? I don't care. I want it. And it just becomes good entertainment value. Yeah. And that's where they come up with these notions that women have nothing to offer. Yeah. Like even, um, like even in our last, sorry, I know I'm rambling here, but even in our last conversation when we were talking about Yellowstone, um, yeah like John Dutton's wife, even though she wasn't really in it, you that short period of time that you got to see her, you got to see the kind of value that she brought to his life. Strong men have strong women behind them. So if you want, like I've, I've never 
I've experienced men who are really, really strong and they wanted me to be on my P's and Q's, which Mm -hmm. made me better. And then I've also experienced men who basically were looking for mommies and a lot of guys are looking for mommies, which if you look for mom, like I've I've experienced men who are looking for women to mother them. Mm -hmm. And when you become a mother to a dude, you end up having to nag them. What does that look like, generally speaking, when you got to mother them? You said nagging them? So, so yeah. So basically like the guys that do things like, um, you know, he, he say, for example, he doesn't like his job mm-hmm. and he'll come home and he'll complain about his job. But when you say, well, are you looking for a new one? Oh, I don't want to work for anybody. Nobody should be telling me what to do. Okay. So are you planning on going and becoming an entrepreneur, like looking into NFTs, looking into crypto? Mm-hmm. What are you doing? Nothing. But he still wants you to sit there and listen to him. Yeah. And yeah. And then he's still, and, and the basic things that he needs to do as a man to kind of keep his life moving. So for example, going to the gym, Mm -hmm. um, going to the doctors, uh, making sure that he takes care of his responsibilities, making sure that, you know, if he says he's going to sign up for this course and take it, he does it when he says he's going to do it. He doesn't do it. So you end up nagging him and then he complains that you're like his mom. Yeah. So these are, these are what I call low value guys that haven't done the work on themselves and they have the wrong expectations. Right. Um, and a lot of it is, is, you know, nature nurture sort of thing, but there's a point where you become an adult. I don't care what that is, 16, 19, 20, whatever that looks like, but there's a point where you become an adult and you can't cry like a little bitch about what you're all about in your life. You have to look around and I, I mean, like quite, quite simply guys, because Jenna's brought it up a couple of times now, if you don't know what a masculine, virtuous, competent, strong guy looks like, Watch Yellowstone, John Dutton, Rip. Look at guys like that because women right now, and I'll tell you this because I was watching these interviews with these um, actors the other day, women right now are falling head over heels for men like this on a TV show, Yeah, right? The character, they love that shit. Yeah. And, and then this whole thing of like, women won't date me because I don't have money, um, uh, what's it called? That is not true. We 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 just want to know that you can handle things. You'd be surprised. Well, there's well, there's different phases of life. Like, how old are you, Jenna? Oh, I'm 28. So, a 20-something guy that's mm-hmm. a Chad-looking guy that has a plan will still be attractive to you. But if the guy's let's say 42 and he's got nothing to show for himself, but he still has some ambition. Doesn't mm-hmm. matter how good looking he is, the twenty-year-old guy looks more attractive, hundred yeah, percent of the time. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Right? It's so it really all depends on how old the guy and where that's at. And I've talked about that part before too. Yeah, like that's that's very true. Um, I just I was just curious because I was talking to some of my girlfriends, and we're all having the same problem. Everyone, all of us, want to be in happy, healthy, stable relationships. We want the, you know, we want our own John Duttons. We want our own Rips. And we're even willing to make some concessions with the fact that he may not be the highest earning, but is he good with his hands? If something breaks in the house, can he fix it? Can If he can't make money, can he save us some? Mm-hmm. And and the guys are just, they're, they're basically, you know, women with penises. Like they're kind of, they're useless. Like Pretty much. Yeah. Oh, yeah. well. Well, thank you. Jenna, next time, camera on. You know, yeah, everybody's well, asking to see your face, right? We got <laughs> Sperling here. When are you going to show your face? Come on. 
Well, here, well, here's what I'll do. Um, if you have an email address, I can email you a picture of me and I can explain to you why I prefer to be off camera. It's on the about page of the YouTube channel. The email is right there. You can shoot me an email that way. Okay, groovy. I'll do it. Groovy. <laughs> okay. All right, thanks. Got a groovy. Got a groovy. All right, what else we got here? Natural uh, Johnny. Johnny Gonzo? All right, Johnny, we got a natural alpha here. Prior to unplugging, fell for the 10 beauty with all the red flags, which led to my unplugging. All right, buddy. Lay it on me, man. What do you got for us tonight? Hey, how's it going, man? I'm a big Good. fan of your stuff. And, uh, thank you. Thank you. I uh, got your book here. I read it a long time ago, but I, I keep it on the desk just for um, the periodical, you know, search back when I'm all right. talking to different chicks. Um, but I'm, I'm a natural alpha. Like, if you I read, saw your story, um, your post from a long time ago where you had the four different archetypes of men. Okay. Uh, I am that. And then I. Uh, so now you've graduated to the unplugged category. Yeah, definitely. Weapons. I, um, Good stuff. I, date, I dated this uh, drop dead gorgeous girl, Instagram beauty girl. And um, she had all the red flags. I literally wrote down her initials next to each red flag that she had. And I think she had like 17 of the 20. And um, <laughs> anyways, long story short, I uh, um, coming outside of that during the unplugging process, I was able to um, and, and I'm a veteran here. And I put, put that in the chat and I agree with everything that Jenna said about most most veteran men. But yeah. my point is, guys that are natural chads, guys that are uh, in, in, I come from, uh, I was a combat medic in Scott Sniper platoon. So even in these high level performance um, areas of the military, you can still fall for that trap. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and, and not, no one's, you must no know a lot of guys from your military career that, um, you know, guys had complete mental breakdowns over what their wives or girlfriends did while, while they were away on deployment. Oh yeah. I mean, they call they call it Jody pretty much. Um, Jody. Where, yeah. Yeah. Where, where you, um, your buddy back home or, or may not be your buddy, just somebody back home who, um, sleeps with your wife because she's right. in, it, it's that, that hypergamy thing you, you always talk about. And, uh, I think yeah, it, you can't get away with, you know, from that. It doesn't matter how, where you are in the spectrum from alpha to beta, it doesn't matter where you're on the spectrum from plugged into unplugged. You can't get away from the reality of how women will generally behave given certain circumstances, right? Yeah. It, it's something that's, uh, that's persistent through, through every phase of, of, um, of the military and, and through, I'm, I'm in finance now and in the business world, you see it. I, I, I'm a consultant, so I travel a lot for work mm -hmm. and you see it in, in my line of work now where, um, guys, we travel during the weekdays, come back, and then some unfortunate stuff happens back home. How, how's um, how's life for you now since the unplugging? Because I mean, you said that the uh, like ten out of ten beauty here in the the comment with, with with all the red flags, she led you to the unplugging. So how have how have things changed for you now that you've kind of seen the code in the matrix? Well, during my unplugging process, it was a uh, it was painful. Um, uh, getting over that. I actually, I was the one that end, actually ended that relationship. Once I woke up to the facts, um, when I got put onto your stuff and that kind of led me through the process, but coming out of it now and, and seeing, um, the way the world is now and, and kind of viewing women from this side of it, from the unplugged side of it, mm -hmm. um, sky's the limit. It, it's, it's you, the way you put it, your mental point of origin, that that's true. No matter what level of beauty or what level of girl you're dating, 
whatever they do, that's not going to change who I am. And um, actually, right now, I'm in an LTR now with um, a girl with all the green flags, and she has a great dad. And uh, one thing about her um, her relationship with her dad now, one common thing she always tells me, she's like, you remind me so much of my dad. Like, like all the good things about me. Well, if she's got a good relationship with her old man, and she says that, and that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I mean, like generally speaking, if he's if he's a solid chat, and then she goes looking for that, and she finds you and says, "Oh, you remind me of my old man," that's not a weird thing. That's actually a good thing. Yeah, I, I don't take offense to it. I mean, and, and uh, or weirded out by it, but uh, I do think I think do think it's pretty cool, and it's something that I think we're moving into the next step of our relationship. Um, like you explained in the book, uh, the vetting process, and um, so I think I think we're moving into that role next. That's good. All right, buddy. Thanks a lot. Appreciate you. Take care. All right. Let's see what else we got here in the. Uh... All right. Uh, what do we got here in a private chat? What do you guys got for me? Uh, Corona, I'm just going to remove you just to make some space. Um, I'm just going to kick. Just watch from the YouTube channel, please. Uh, same thing, Johnny. Uh, I'm just going to kick to make some space for new people to come in. Uh, Kurt, vast majority of military suicides. Basically, the argument with girl. Yeah, that's right. Um, we got Vinny back here. I don't see anything here in a private chat, Vinny. Can you let me know what it is you want to chat about? Kurt, I'm going to throw you in the screen, okay? What do you got for me, buddy? Oh, I, I, I don't have anything, man. I'm just, uh, you know, just commenting on one of the comments you said about, uh, you know, drama following, you know, uh, being connected with bad women in the military. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, all right. I'll just pull you out guys. If you, if you see that link, just watch from the YouTube channel. You don't need to click it to join in just to drop a private chat. You can, you can put chat in the, you know, in the stream. Uh, what do you got here for me, Vinny? Had a bad case of one-itis. All right. Talk to me about the one-itis situation, but all right, so this is very interesting. Can you hear me? Yeah, you're good. All right, so talking to you is, and reading your book was like, I found it right after this happened. Mm. So I've had one at this before. I'm 41, I'll be 42 in a little bit. This this chick was... Uh, let me just stop for a sec, because I mean, you yeah. said you're 41. Guys, I just want you to take note. Like, you don't have to be a fat pig, okay? Like, look at this guy. He's obviously <laughs> taking care of himself, and this is important, and this is why, you know, you can do better in life and get better results with women and have more options. And yet we're about to talk about a really bad case of one-itis, even though we've got Chad here on the screen. Go ahead. It happens. I appreciate that. Thank you. It's, it's a lot of work, but so I'm, I'm, you know, confident. I have my own business. I live in Florida. Um, and, uh, you know, doing very well for myself. Mm -hmm. Um, and I just felt like I needed, you know, a, uh, just a partner i was tired of spinning plates it's just a lot of work for me i just wanted to focus on you know uh just my job my career and that was it and i before coming into you and understanding all of this like spinning plates and and, and just like the red pill i wasn't red pill i just i was kind of doing this stuff by nature it's out like spinning plates and like just kind of doing my thing was what ended up happening with this one itis situation like why did you fall for Okay, so that's because I mean, I like the do. definition of one itis for the newer guys watching is when you develop an unhealthy attachment to a woman, right? Yeah. So, um, 
So initially when I met her, I met her online and we had a connection because of comfort because she it was, she knew mutual friends. Okay. She lives on the coast. I live in Orlando area. Mm-hmm. And um, she's about an hour away, you know, and I just went out there. I wanted to get away from Orlando. So I went to the beach and we hit it off. And, you know, we ended up having like what you guys call hot monkey sex. Mm-hmm. And it was a good time. The connection was, we laughed a lot. Um, she's very attractive. Um, she's, you know, um, very worldly. Um, very kind of materialistic. Um, she's a nurse practitioner. She does very well. She gets over six figures herself. Mm-hmm. Um, I do too as well. It's not. It's not. It's not a problem. Like on the on the on that kind of status. Um, but we were together. We, I was spending a lot of time with her after that. Like we were together almost every other day. The texting was going back and forth, and that lasted for three months. I mean, it was. You know, she really. I, I didn't really meet a lot of her friends. All her friends were just like older. And she had one girl. She? she was 36. Okay. And you're 42, you said? Yeah, I'll be 42 in a few weeks. Yeah. Got it. Okay. So, okay. All right. So, so um, <clears throat> you know, every time we hung out, it was like at her place and my place. We go out to every restaurant and bar. We live music, whatever, concerts, um, the beach and stuff like that. That's how, that was our relationship. Um, there wasn't really much depth of, I think, back on it, like as far as like, you know, like knowing her, it was just kind of like, just, she talked a lot about herself, but like, not like she wasn't really asking questions about me. You know, it was kind of weird. Long story short, gets towards the end of the of four months of this, her friend was um, her, her like party girlfriend, right? I didn't know this. I thought I just, she was in, she just got dumped herself. She was, <clears throat> uh, she was depressed and like locked herself up for like three months. Okay. And I finally met her after those three months, her friend. And what ended up happening was there was some like change and like the dynamic between her and her friend and her wanting to go out more because her friend's cute. Her friend's like an eight. Mm-hmm. And um, her friend was like, just hit a switch. She was going out more. She was going on dates. And before all of that, there was a trip that was already planned. She was going to Napa, not not her friend, but um, the girl I was seeing. She was Napa going Valley, to Napa. California. Yeah, Napa, California, with her doctor friends and all this other shit. So, okay. so um, I I I wanted to go, but I was like, I didn't get the invite. Did she invite you to go to it? She did not. She did not invite me. She and she how was long, with. How long did you date this woman for? Uh, three and a half months. And when did she plan this trip to Napa? It was before me. It was uh, about four months before, like February. Yeah. Okay. So you guys were just dating, right? Like she, she didn't have to talk with you and say, hey, Vinny, where do we stand? Uh, no. Okay. no she, she didn't have that talk. Okay. So, so maybe maybe let's deal with why you have the unhealthy attachment to this woman. Like why you hung up on her? Like what's so special about her? You know, it's that's you know that's kind of the question i'm like i don't i don't know why i mean even i think the the level of comfort like i got a lot of um dude you only guilt. dated her for three months so i'm assuming that she's the only woman that you dated during that time uh yeah i locked it in with her that was that why, why did you lock it in with her i i don't because i like i don't know i think that was where i kind of messed up you know but... clearly yeah i mean like this is how you develop an unhealthy attachment to one woman you don't you don't form any attachment to a woman unless she's like, hey, Vinny, where do we stand? I dig your vibe, right? 
that's that's when you're like, okay, that's cool. And then you can kind of like, you know, figure out how you want that to play out. Like you should like women are the gatekeepers to sex. Men are the gatekeepers to relationship. Okay. So you need to design what that relationship looks like when she's like, Hey Vinny, where do we stand? Okay. Right. So you have to get clear on, on, on that part, but I can tell you where you went wrong is you just went all in on this one chick. You know, you stopped considering any other options. She's an hour away. Right. Yeah. It's a lot of travel time. Like I tell guys like 20, 30 minutes travel time tops. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. you're driving an hour from Orlando to the coast. It's, it's a boring ass drive too. It's like fucking flat. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Yeah. So, Okay, so why are you still hung up on her? Like, what's so special about her? Why can't you find something uh, nicer, better, kinder, sweeter? Well, I have. I've been on the market. Like, I've been kind of online dating and going out with girls. And, um, you know, it's just, it hasn't been really, I haven't been successful. I, the girls I've been dating, they're just like, a, a lot of moms hit me up. I mean, I get them young. Yeah. You know, they're late 20s. And, but I don't This uh, 36 year old, did she have a kid? No, she doesn't. No. Okay. So, so what was her story? Was she looking to have kids? Was she over that or? She claims she was. I mean, um, you know, but her actions spoke otherwise. I mean, she she planned a Vegas trip with her friend. She didn't even tell me about it. And this is when, like, this was the end of it. This is why I drew blind. Um, she planned this Vegas trip and with her friend, Sarah. That, and then she was like, oh, I asked her, but I said, I said, what are we doing for New Year's? She goes, oh, well, I'm going to, going, I'm going to Vegas. And I'm like, you're going to Vegas, so go with with. You don't you don't say, "What are we doing for New Year's, Vinny?" You say, "This is what we're doing for New Year's," or you can say, "Do you have plans for New Year's?" Right. Right. The way you've uh, phrased it there, you're automatically deferring to her frame, basically letting her decide what's going to happen for New Year's. And lo and behold, she already decided for herself she was going to go to Vegas and already planned that trip out. Right, and right. So, I mean, there's a bit of a frame issue with this one too, right? It, it completely because I'm, I'm after learning and reading your book, I learned that I was in her frame now. Like, I can tell, yeah, they're completely in it. So, you women, know, women don't want you in their frame, they legitimately want to be in the frame of a strong, virtuous, ma masculine man. They yeah, want a guy that they can look up to, they want to be with a giant, right? She doesn't yeah. want to tell you, Vinny, I'm, I'm going to Vegas on New Year's Eve. You know, what right. she really wants to hear, believe it or not, is hey, uh. Becky, I don't date girls that go to Vegas and party with their girlfriends. Like right. that's not girlfriend type of material. Right. And I had I had frame from the very beginning because I wasn't I wasn't so responsive to her. Like when she would text me, mm -hmm. you know, I would like good night and good morning on and text. She was like, that's It's really a lot cool. easier to have frame when you've got other options, you got other things going on. But when you drop all your other options and you just make her the focus of everything, most guys at some point will lose the frame or go through betatization through a thousand concessions. And it's like, boom, all of a sudden they're like, I have an unhealthy attachment to this girl, Rich. How do I get it out of my head? And it's like, dude, go and look at the mirror. No, no 42 year old guy like looks like you, right? Are you tall? <laughs> yeah, I'm six, four. Yeah. Okay. So you're six, four and you're jacked. You got a deep voice. Like, what are you worried about, dude? Um, you I don't think that you can replace this like 36 year old clacky moose party animal. She's a party girl. <laughs> She's a party girl. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're right. Absolutely right. Yeah. It's what, just... what, what other red flags did she have? Like a freaking 36 year old party girl. Like, give me a break. Well, after why would learning... you want to invite that in your life? 
Yeah, you know, it might, yeah, it's true. I mean, the red flags, I mean, um, the daddy issues for sure. Her dad died when she was like 10. And, okay, so um, we got daddy issues. We got competing with you. What? Did she also compete with you? Um, t- uh, yeah, but I shut that down in the very beginning. You know, really? I don't like, yeah. Tattoos and piercings? No. None? Uh, well, she's got one on her foot. Yeah, she does. Like okay. A fly. No big deal. Yeah. Um, feminist? Uh, well, she works in healthcare and, and, and feminist. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, like, she's got some red flags there, dude. Yeah, she had, yeah, she did. And the drinking, she, she drank a lot. Yeah. Like a lot? Like we're talking like a bottle of wine a night sort of thing or more? Yeah. yeah. Why yeah. would you want to invite that in your life? <sighs> you know, I, you know. So, so, so for a guy like you, do you have any kids? Yeah, I have a son. Yeah. Okay. Do you want any more kids? No. Okay. No. So, so date, so date younger women. Yeah. Date like, you know, 23 to 25. You could totally pull it off, man. Yeah. I think that's the direction to go. You could date way hotter women than that 36 year old party animal. I'm telling you right now, <laughs> you're going to look back on this call and be like, why the hell did I even call in? And why wasn't I wearing a shirt, man? Uh, you know what's so funny? I'm not wearing a shirt because I wanted to catch you. I was looking at your videos. I just got done reading. I read your book first, then uh, Rolo's. I'm yeah, reading yeah. The Rational Mail, and then I caught you uh, on live. So I was like, I'm getting ready to go to bed. And <laughs> be honest with you, dude. Let get this chick out of your head. You know exactly what your value is and what your worth is. You could like, I'm not saying this to like fluff you up, but you know you can do better, right? There's yeah. there's loads of women out there that would be more than happy to hang out with a Vinny. Yeah. Right. So get back out there. Forget about this chick. Like, honestly, dude, as soon as a chick exhibits red flags that are detriment, like drinking, like guzzling booze is a big red flag. Yeah. Partying is a big red flag for a 23 year old. Not so much for a 36 year old. Big red flag. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, I appreciate the uh, words of wisdom, man. Keep doing the good work that you're doing. You're saving a lot of people uh, some grief, and uh, you're speeding up the one-itis process. You, you help just by reading your book. Because I've, the, I've been here. The easiest cure is just to have more options. You only have an unhealthy attachment to one woman when you've when you've limited your options. So have options, and then the second part to that as well is frame. Make sure you always maintain the frame in the relationship. Yeah. Right. Like that's Rolo's number one rule in his book and his iron rules. And I'm you know, I'm going to tell you this. The way that you think about that is when you're dealing with her. And it, I mean, like you can practice with text messages. You can deal with it, you know, just like interactions from time to time. Just ask yourself, am I in her frame or is she in my frame in this? Right. And if you're consciously aware of it, you're not going to go through betatization. You know, you're not going to have an unhealthy attachment to one woman the way that you did. Just, you know, like manage that thing. Like, think about it. It's work, right? I mean, like, I'll tell you yeah. straight up. I mean, the guys are like, oh, women aren't worth it. The juice ain't worth it. Okay, cool. Don't, right? But I mean, you obviously have an interest in it. You're a healthy guy. You want to be intimate with women. Just yeah. understand that if you want a better experience with it, you have to control the frame. Right. Right. Cool. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of the thing that uh, I need to work on, I think, the most is maintaining frame. Because in the beginning, I was okay. And that's why she was attracted to me. She was doing everything for me. Just bring them for a living, Vinny. I own a, I'm a landscape designer. I own a landscaping company. I would do. Why, why haven't you joined my community yet? You know, I, that's something I'm going to do. I'm going to do that. Uh, we, need, we need guys like you in our community and there's going to be more and more local meetups. 
you do well with a lot of the guys that are in the group. Trust me. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. Man. Happy to. You know where to All find right. us. See ya. All right. Uh, let's see what we got here with the private chat. Uh, got Stephen Pierre. All right. I got like 10 minutes. So I can do one more. All right, Stephen, what's up, brother? Hey, how's it going? What do you got for me tonight? Well, I'm just, I feel like I'm stuck, man. It's like, uh, I got a good job. I got my side business going too. And it's like, like, like I know I'm not an alpha. I tell, I, I, I admit that I'm not an alpha, but I just ordered your book and just, just to see like 2022, I need to, something's got to change. All right. Uh, what are you stuck on? So what's not working for you? Huh? So what are you stuck on? So what's not working for you? Well, I keep, uh, like all these single moms, they keep coming after me. And it's like, <laughs> is that, is that all I can get? And all you? the women, <laughs> all the women from when I, uh, that rejected me before college are yeah. coming back to, are coming to me now. So it's like, where were you when I was coming up? So and let me guess, they're coming at you with some other mofos, kids and toes too, right? Yeah. Yeah. Huh? So, so how old are you? I'm 34. You're 34. You got any kids yourself? Excuse me? Do you have any kids yourself? Oh, no, 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 no. no I, I avoided that as much as I could. And Is my volume low? Can you guys hear me okay? Uh, maybe it's me uh, having a little trouble hearing you. Guys in the chat, uh, Moff and Jaron, let me know if my volume's low. I, I thought, I didn't, I thought it was You sound much better right. now. Oh. All right. Um, dude, it's simple. Like The older you get, the more women that you're going to come across that have kids in tow from prior relationships. Some are going to have several from several different guys, and they're really just looking for Captain Save-A-Ho. They've already had their fun, right? <laughs> so, I mean, like you treat them like how you want to treat them. If you just want to treat them as a friends with benefits, then you keep them at that length. You don't invite them into your life, right? If, um, if what you're looking for is a, is a woman without red flags and has a positive traits, the green flags, like what are you worth as a man yourself today, right? Like at 36, have you got your life sorted? You have your money sorted? You own your own place? Like where are you at with your life right now? Well, I'm, I'm 34. Uh, I'm an engineer. Uh, I make make uh, six figures by myself. I'm trying to get a, my own rentals going on so I can make uh, passive income also. Okay. So I'm, I'm pretty well established on my own. You know, I'm just looking, you know, start a family. Are you uh, in good shape? Um, I don't see uh, like yes, much fat I, on I mean, your face I, like you fit. <laughs> I was just doing 12 hour shifts, so I let myself go a little bit. But uh, Do you I look like I'm Vinny. Do you huh? look like Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> no? <laughs> okay. All right. So like you're a higher value guy, right? Yeah. I think that you already know that. You tall? Uh five eight. I mean tall enough. Tall enough. Like <laughs> oh, listen, no. if you said that you're you know that you were like five five, I'd be like, dude, you're gonna have to get rid of some of that body fat and get jacked because <laughs> if you're not that tall, you're gonna have to work uh, every other area, max it out. Right? Like there's guys out there that are five eight that that do just fine. So that's not that big of a deal for you. Right. You got most of your life together. All you have to do, dude, is just understand, okay, like what, what else can you do to improve life? You know, you've got your uh, engineer gig going on. You're working on some uh, rental income. You know, you're working on your little hustles, you know, to build up your life. The thing that you got to be really careful with now is that you don't do something stupid like you know, invite a woman into your life that's got like three kids from three different fathers because you want to play Captain save move them into your house, pay off their debt, and then two or three years down the road when 
you know, you hear F you, you're not my father. You can't tell me what to do. Then she wants to take you for support on the kids that aren't even yours. Yeah, That's what I, you got to be really careful with. I, I, I actually experienced that. Right. And, and thank God I did not get myself trapped and Good get her you. pregnant. And Good I, and I, you. my dad was telling me this, he was like, don't do it. Don't do it. And me being, man. yeah, me being a knucklehead, I did it. And luckily, thank God I got myself out. Good. And it's now I'm like, you know what? No more single mothers. I, I just, like, there's I didn't get no- them out there, dude. Like, I'll be honest with you. There's going to be a lot of them out there. You're going to come across them. You know, you want to set up an FWB arrangement with them cool. Right. But just don't invite them in your life. Don't, you know, get introduced to the kids or any of those things. Just date younger women, man, or just date women that don't have kids. Right. I mean, yeah. at your age, you could easily date 23 year old. I, I'm trying, man. Maybe it's me. I don't know where to go. Stuff like that. But uh, I'm trying to put myself out there more. And, are you, uh, are you captivating? Are you a captivating guy? Do you have fun stuff that you like to do? Um, I, I honestly, I wouldn't say so. I mean, I do Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Uh, I run a little archery sometimes. You know, I'm trying to get myself out there more. Okay. So, like, I would I would go looking for hobbies and, and interests that, you know, you can do that you like to do, but also invite a woman to come and do with you because that's interesting, right? Like, I had a conversation with a guy once. He's like, you know, I'm just really struggling with loaded guy, good looking, you know, for his age and his you know, for his category, probably like top, you know, two to 3% sort of male, like the top echelons, but he was boring, you know, like he didn't have anything to do with women on, on dates, you know, to keep them entertained. Where do you live? Like what part of the country? Uh, I live in Georgia. I mean, I'm, I'm originally from New York. Okay. I'm, uh, I moved down to Georgia for work. Okay. So I'm in uh, so, McDonough, Georgia. Okay. So I don't know Georgia that well. I mean, I've driven through it a few times coming down to Florida, but it's mostly in the middle of the night and I'm doing like 250 kilometers an hour down the freaking <laughs> yeah. interstate. So I don't, I don't spend a lot of time there except for gas stations. So I don't know what's around, but um, like, you know, to kind of segue back to this guy's story, he, he wasn't that interesting. Now he liked off-roading and he had a decked out Jeep, right? With all the stuff on it. I said to him, I go, why don't you take some, you know, take your date out in the desert and do some Baja like shit or, you know, grab some drinks in a picnic or a cheese platter and, you know, throw it out when you can stop somewhere on one of the high ledges or something like that. Right. Like you have to do something that's fun and entertain. Like you can do anything to a woman that you want, literally like guys have gotten away with banging their girlfriend's best friend and she won't leave. Right. She'll just look the other way and be like, I love you. I'm not going to. Don't worry about it. Just don't let it happen again. Well, I've never you had that. Literally well. do anything to a woman wow. except for bore them. <laughs> okay. So you have to make sure that you're engaging, that you're captivating, and that you've got interesting things to invite gorgeous women in to come and do with you, right? Like I, I I'm an engineer for airline. So okay. I could pretty much take them anywhere in the world. On a know? flight, you mean? Yeah. Okay. So I mean, that wouldn't be my advice for like a, a like a couple of dates sort of thing. Uh-huh. But that could be something later on down the road, right? You know, if you have an interest that you like and you want to go and explore, then invite her along. Let's go to whatever, Yellowstone National Park and check out yeah. the W-Blah or whatever, right? So you've got that option for you. So do something that's captivating, right? Like, say, like one of the things that, you know, we often talk about in the group is like, you know, if you're going to run game and you're going to date women, you have to have a good Instagram, right? Like you have to have a solid, 
Hey, my life is captivating. It's interesting. These are the things that I like to do, right? It just I'm makes it easier that. for you. Yeah, well, I mean, there's all these little things that just make things easier for you. That um, There's a book that I read a long time ago. It's called Inbound Marketing. Um, and it's really a book for entrepreneurs to help them like build their business and their audience and have their customers come, come to them. You can take the same concepts from that book and apply it to dating women, right? By putting out the right things out there that, you know, it's like when you go fishing, you drop some lures in the water, you mm -hmm. know, with the right bait on it sort of thing. That's all that an Instagram is. It's bait. Okay. <laughs> Seriously, it's 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 just bait that's like, hey, I'm Stephen Pierre Jerome and I've got an interesting life. Here's where I was last week and this is where I'm going next week. And you can see me in the story doing this cool thing over here with these interesting people. Uh, and there's some pretty women looking at me while I'm doing them sort of thing. Like you see what I'm saying, right? Yeah. Like yeah. there's these little things that you can do. And I'm not saying do it to get the girls. I'm saying, you know, run your life and live it in such a way that you're doing interesting things that you happen to capture those moments and you just drop it on the gram sort of thing to let them know that you're a cool dude. And like women will literally look at your Instagram like they creep the shit out of guys like you guys out there have no idea the kinds of shit that I've caught women doing on social really? media. Oh, dude, dude, <laughs> one day, one day I'm going to tell all it's going to have to be like a private conversation because I can't put that shit on. YouTube, but, they, but they but they creep the shit out of that stuff like they'll look at the likes they'll click through they'll see who's liking it oh she's pretty why would she's why was she liking stefan's stuff right they make it easy for you all you have to do is just i'm interesting drop some stuff and then let the uh hamster get caffeinated you know the meatball between her ears you let the hamster on the yeah. on the little hamster wheel running around it gets yeah. caffeinated and starts thinking about shit and it's like all of a sudden your value goes from here up to here right okay these are just like the small things that you can tweak that that will make your life more interest more interesting more captivating what i would recommend that you do actually uh stefan um moff can you drop your link for the um show you guys are doing afterwards i don't know if you're doing it on youtube or on stereo but um, I'm pretty much at the 90 minute mark. Okay. So here you go. So he's going to put it on, on stereo. Uh, Moff and Jaron like to do an after show. Here it is here. You just download this app. It's called stereo. Um, okay. just put Moff after it and then you'll get onto the show and they'll do some Q and a with you guys as well. Uh, Jaron and Moff run game constantly, right? So if you want to start asking them questions about how to, how to run your Instagram and how to signal value, sort of stuff like that. I'm starting to run out of time. Like I only have gas for about a 90 minute show. <laughs> so I let these guys take off. Yeah, dude, man. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But like, yeah. yeah, like, dude, like you're fine. You just have to be more discerning in your taste. You have to okay. signal that you're an interesting, captivating guy that you do cool shit. And again, you're not doing it to get to girls. You're doing it because it just, you know, improves your life. Like if you like archery, right. Join an yeah. archery club. Right, like, are you part of an archery club? Uh, I'm doing it by myself right now. Yeah. Uh, the only club type thing I do is Brazilian Jiu Jitsu, which you really you know? can't. You know, like that's interesting yeah. to women because she knows that you can fuck somebody up and defend her, <laughs> but she's not going to want to roll with you, right? Like, you, you know, yeah. you're not going to fold her in her clothes. Somebody once said to me, you know, the thing about BJJ, like the best way to define it is folding clothes with a person in it. <laughs> yeah <laughs> you see what i'm saying but i mean yeah. like the thing with the archery like you could bring a woman along to do archery right okay. if you have a crossbow if there's a club that you can go to right and then you can demonstrate your skills right especially yeah, if you yeah. got sharp skills that you know they get in there lot, <laughs> right? you see what i'm saying
Okay. Right. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to try that. Uh, my, my biggest thing is like, like I'm really trying to force myself to come out my shell. Like, Hey, like, like, like you said with the Instagram, uh, I only got nine posts, <laughs> nine posts. I got, so, um, Jaron, can you, can you post your gram in the uh, chat? I know that you're going to get extra followers from it, but I think that Jaron's is probably one of the better, better examples out there. Excuse me. Um, let me see if I can actually, maybe I can pull it up here on my desktop in case he doesn't get it up there. But uh, there we go. Let's see who's and, first. And can, I don't want to say I'm a beta. I think I'm right in the middle somewhere. But can a, a guy like me become an alpha to like... Dude, you can also? become whatever the fuck you want. Uh. <laughs> All right. So there's his uh, gram. So... If you want a good example of how to signal, you know, like a captivating, interesting life here, I can put it up on the screen too. just save you guys a trouble. I'm, I mean, you know, you can go creep him if you want later, but that's my boy, right? Like he's, you know, uh, you know, he can play the guitar. He's here with some cool guys. He's fighting over here with Moff, right? You know, you got a mystery pick over here with the back of the head and the shoulder sort of thing. You know, here's a cute one with a kid sort of thing. You get the idea, right? Yeah. Like, you know, he's doing stuff with his life. He's not doing it to get the girls. He's doing it because he genuinely likes to do it. It's just you happen to, you know, capture some of those moments and you hit the gram and that's it. And I guarantee like, you know, if you hit any one of these over here and I'm just going to creep you right now, buddy, because anybody can do this because it's all public. Right. <laughs> but look at all the girls on, on this checking this out. Right. Dude's got mm -hmm. game. You know, there's a lot of guys in here, you know, that he's boys with. But there's a lot of women on here that are checking this shit out. Right. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You get the idea? Yeah. And, it, and it just makes your life easier, right? Like that's what I'm talking about when I'm talking about in inbound marketing is, you know, you just go live your life. You do cool shit. You capture it. Let, let it go out there and then let the women kind of caffeinate the hamsters in their head because girls mm -hmm. will like it. There's a girl you're dating. She sees other girls liking it. Competition anxiety kicks in. All of a sudden, Steven doesn't look like a seven anymore. Now he looks like an eight and a half, right? Yeah. yeah. Just caffeinate the hamster, man makes it makes your job easier so that you can go out there do your engineering thing chase excellence you know buy real estate put renters in it right yeah See what I'm saying? definitely definitely yeah there's 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 more to chop up but, but why don't you hop on the uh boy stereo show afterwards and uh you know ask him a few questions to get some more insight on it so stereo slash moth right yeah just download the app stereo and then look for moth copy that all right man see ya let me just check these uh super chats that i missed where did they go? It's a good show tonight, guys. Good questions, too. Good, good, good questions. All right. Let's scroll, 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 scroll. Holy smokes. All right. Uh, Lord Pepsi, no hymen, no diamond. The exit training. What can you do when she's told her whole life to be an independent woman and never be dependent on a man? They feel threatened by patriarchy. Yeah. So that's a good point. Um, you get a lot of these women out there today that were told, I don't need no man. You need a man like you need a bicycle, girl. Or like, a, no, what is it? You need a man like a fish needs a bicycle. Something like that. You get the idea. Um, these are, again, on my red flag list. You know, these are the feminists. You know, they're like, if, if you embrace feminism as a woman, you have to recognize at some point that it's not about making women better. All it does is it makes women basically terrible versions of men. And it's really a supremacy movement. Like most, most feminists, like the ardent hardcore ones, they actually hate men. You know, when you start to listen to the stuff that they talk about, 
they don't embrace men. They don't like masculinity. They think that uh, the patriarchy is holding them back. You know, they're under the thumb. They make 70 cents in every dollar, blah, blah, blah. You can't be happy if you feel like you've been victimized, like you've been oppressed. Because every every oppressed needs an oppressor. And guess who the oppressor is? It's men. And if you've got, a, you know, if you're a dude, it doesn't matter if she hates her boss. If she hates all men, then you're a dude. It doesn't matter, right? So you, all that you got to do is just avoid them. It's as simple as that, you know, to answer your question for the exit training, if that makes sense to you. Um, a lot of good stuff there. You guys chopping it up. There's another one here. Uh, check your email, Rich. I sent it. Oh, this is uh, Jenna. All right. I'm not going to show it up on the screen. Let me just make sure I don't because, you know, I don't do that shit. But I'll just give you my feedback because you guys are all wondering what Jenna is all about. She is <laughs> the Iron Maiden t-shirt. Uh, she's attractive. She's not my type, okay? But she's attractive. She's definitely going to be some dude's type. She's got the voice, though, that's for sure. Um, let's go to the last one over here. Yuri, I'm not going to have time for you, bro. Um, I've got to gotta start to wrap up the show. So definitely hop in on, on Moff's stuff. I'll be back next Monday. I'm always on Mondays, 8 p.m. Uh, if you have questions, it's always best to come in earlier on the show so that you can uh, definitely get your opportunity because I never get a chance to get everybody on. Also, this week, um, tomorrow, I've got the Cultivate Crypto guys on. Uh, the course is open again, so we're going to be talking about the state of crypto in, in 2022. Thursday this week, I have another live show, Playing to Win. It's scheduled, I think, at 5 uh, I've got Robert Kiyosaki and his tax and his real estate guy. Um, I know that the, hang on, I'll give you the names because I know some of you might recognize it. Um, Ken McElroy has a YouTube channel and Tom Wheelwright. So these are his, basically his uh, debt and tax guys. And if you remember, I had Robert Kiyosaki on a month or two ago. And he said, you know, let me come back and bring these guys on. So this will be the follow-up collab. It took us like two months to line this up. Um, this will be a really good one. You guys are not going to want to miss that on the playing the win playlist. So if you guys enjoy the show tonight, give it a like and a thumbs up. And um, again, let me just hit the, uh, the banner. So the supplement line is available over here. Just helps pay the bills. That's the stuff over my shoulder over there. It will be available worldwide probably in the next month. I will make the announcement publicly, but there's lots of stock right now on everything. So grab it. Uh, subscribe and save again is always the best option. And uh, Tactical Soap's been a good friend of the channel for a long time. They've got these new scents now. They've got the old scents still on the channel. They have the beard oils and the pheromone sticks. You're showering anyway. Why not use a high quality handmade soap without endocrine disruptors and infused pheromones? Um, all the feedback that I've got from users on it, they love it. I've been using it for years. I love the stuff. Mrs. Entrepreneurs in Cars likes it too. Ms. Not Mrs. You know, Rich is never going to get married again. I'll tell you that. But Rich's girl likes it. So let's put it that way. Uh, let's see here. Close that. Minimize that. And we is good. All right. See you guys soon. Have an awesome night. Go check out Moff and Jaron on the Stereo Show.